Welcome to the show. You can watch and subscribe to the Project FIA TV show on YouTube. Drop comments and questions to us on the podcast via Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is Project FIA Goes PC. It's episode 87 of FIA Goes PC. And as always, I'm your host, Rebel Zen, aka Danny Hale. And if you're wondering why I was kind of coy and almost whispering, not quite whispering, it would be very pointless to whisper on a podcast. The whole point is you're meant to hear me. I'll tell you why. I'll explain the scenes here. I'm sat here quite happily in my caretaker shed. I've got all my stuff boxed up because there's good news that we will be moving to our treehouse with no leaves soon. Yes, it's, it's definitely happening. And all the time I've been sitting here waiting to talk to all of you out there in the world listening right now i've been watching as win is playing squash with a rabbit in the botanical gardens that is very much abandoned and i've never seen a human playing squash with a rabbit but you know what she's like with rabbits she's part rabbit herself because she built warren not so long ago are you having fun there win hi yeah um yeah yeah who's winning i'm not sure we're kind of surrounded by boxes so Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're kind of playing like a, a, a very strange box smash version of squash. Yeah. It's like Tetris meets Pong. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're playing? Mm-hmm. Interesting. At least you don't deny it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a two week. It's been a weird. You can tell by the fact that it's as quiet as it normally is on this podcast because we try and isolate sound for you. So you get the best quality of my voice or Wynn's voice. But you can tell... Not a lot's really been happening. Two weeks since we last talked to you, it's been slowing down. We're, we're heading towards the festive period. You know, snowmen and the such, if we ever get snow. Scotland's Maybe. had snow, but we haven't had snow. No. Scotland doesn't dream of a white Christmas. It, it, it dreams of palm trees and sunshine. <laughs> uh, it dreams of being Australian, let's be honest. What? Yeah, it's summer out there. If yeah. you're in Australia right now, you're you're about to have a beach party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you lucky ducks. Surfing Santa. We'll never do that in England. Have a beach party even in the summer. No. <laughs> well, saying that they, there was still, a rush. There's a, a gold bit rush brisk here. <laughs> yeah, there was a gold rush last year though because everyone went a bit mad. Uh, well, this year I should state it's yeah. not over yet. Yeah. Nope. But we are. It's kind of that. Uh, you know how it's like the the night before Christmas. This is the slow. Couple of weeks before Christmas. Drag before when Christmas. All, all through the house, not a creature was stone except for the rabbits playing squash with Winifred. Yes. Yeah. It was the only one I could find because, you know, everyone else is hibernating. Great. Yeah. Everyone goes to sleep in the winter in the UK. Just so you no, know. No, rabbits. No, everyone. The whole, the whole country goes to sleep. Yeah. Well, everyone does at some point in the day, don't they? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, it's not as cold as it should be, theoretically, this time of year. We've been lucky in that regards. Because it's been like, before, it's been like minus 8, yeah. minus 16 No, it's degree. not that cold. I'm only wearing two coats when I go out. Exactly. Yeah. Only two coats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they call you Tommy Two Coats. <laughs> I don't know. That's your gangster name. I've just, I've just put it through the gangster emulator on my phone that switched off, and it told me. Uh, it's either that or the voices. But uh, yeah, lots uh, not really happening. No. But I will wrap the news up in a Christmas wrap of sorts. Not doing hip hop, by the way. I'm not going to do that. I was thinking what all. kind of rap, like, you know, a burrito? Uh, or... No, 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 no cling film. Usually, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, yeah, so cling film is good because it's transparent. You can see what's going on. That's what everyone should do. Ruin the surprise of Christmas by wrapping everything <laughs> yeah. in cling film. Just be like, yeah, well, you know what it is. Don't care. Honestly, it's such a waste of paper materials, like wrapping. I don't mean. tell people that. They don't want to hear that. It's depressing. Because they know the Amazon's been chopped up for their Christmas wrapping what? paper. Don't say anything mm-hmm. about that. A lot. Well, actually, there's a big movement towards foil. Foil wraps, like metallic wraps. Yeah, that's not good for the environment either. Well, it's not good for the hip-hop industry. It sounds really (laughs) automated. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. What? (laughs) Getmetalouterwrap.com. Well, that's Rage Against the Machine. 
yeah, that's Rage Against the Machine. Is your they're perfectly reasonable. They don't use uh, <laughs> Pro Tools at all. I don't think it was invented back in the nineties. I'm not sure. I thought we're talking about presents. I'm back in the present now. So good. What it is is so the only news that's really stricken me, like Brexit, meh. Same thing. Everyone in Europe's so fed up with this. Yeah. I think Europeans, you know, continental Europeans as well as the British, we're all unanimously like, this is an old person's vote anyway. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's like, I don't really feel like many young people in the UK have ever been super patriotic. There's probably the one or two super conservative mm. kids that always pit last in sports, never like <sighs> physical activity and were total nerds, but didn't understand how to use a computer. Those guys. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, those guys, maybe. And some hardcore chav radicalists <laughs> that don't like immigrants or whatever. Mm. But the mass people, we we like... Yeah. It's just not there. And throughout Europe, it's like... Yeah, they're fed to, up of us. Well, it's, I think yeah, it's not even really. that. I think continental Europe is starting to turn because they're probably feeling sympathetic. No, because it's don't all think so. it's all I I do from what's been said in the news. Mm -hmm. I think that the sympathy will turn from the EU perspective soon because it seems the things that are blocking the decisions are very trivial things like fishing rights. Who's got the right to do that? And now it's like, I think uh, we're worried that we can't wear Nike trainers. Unless the, unless the European Union allows us permission to in the trade deal. Yeah. They're made in China anyway. Of course, most things in Europe are made in China and imported through <laughs> different companies, usually American ones. <laughs> Just saying, it's all a little bit silly. Um, I don't know if it's like they're playing cards and no one wants to be the dealer. They're playing deal or no deal, essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's literally how they should have done it. <laughs> yeah, like a game open show. It, open this box and yes. uh, what deal do you have? Yeah. Are you going to gamble that deal? Noel Edmonds should be uh, the mediator. But obviously no one in America knows what that is. I don't think they have deal or no deal in America. Can you describe it? It's a weird show. I can sort of describe it. Uh, there's a lot of red boxes. Yes. Each red box you open up like an advent calendar. It's got you, chocolate in it. You have to it. pick a box yeah, as yeah. well. You pick a box. Basically, so folks in like America, chance. folks in America, this is how you translate this game show. <laughs> you take an inordinate sort of boring person, mm -hmm. someone that's literally a chav or, you know, that you'd see on uh, Jerry Springer show. You pick that guy and then there's a bunch of locked boxes mm -hmm. that are red. Which is a nod to the Queen, who has a red box every week to see what the weekly matters are. Yeah, I'm guessing. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, when I open it, mm. there's a price, right? Like a, like a number. It's a price. Okay. It's money, right. monetary. And right, then they yeah. have to bet if the box next to that is worth more or less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I never Which really is kind watched of how it. They, I just know about the box. I think that's how they uh, do real estate in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's all a bit weird. But it's all, it's created, the big link of that isn't actually what's going on there. That's not changed. Boris is in Belgium, having chocolate, doing, yeah, a, doing a thing that he does. He's waffling. Yes. Professionally. He professionally waffles. Are waffles are good in Belgium. I mean, yeah. <laughs> They're a type of waffle. Yeah. It's funny because IHOP does what it thinks is a Belgian waffle. It, it ain't even close. Well... American waffles are very different to European Well, they got a different waffles. accent, and they usually last a bit longer, and they're done on TED Talks. American Waffling. waffles. Yeah. There's a waffle house where you just go in there and talk to each other. Like chicken and waffles. Like, you cannot have chicken and Belgian waffles. Chicken and waffles wrong. is like sharing a KFC bucket whilst talking about philosophy. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, I'll have that. Yeah, but waffles. <laughs> so everyone who's in America right now, so waffles basically break down. You know it, but I'm telling Europe now because they'd be aghast, they'd be shocked. These are the Europeans that never travel. These are the elitist Europeans that I've invented. <laughs> they don't exist. But waffles in America, basically American pancakes mm -hmm. in a waffle press. Mm -hmm. It's literally that. Right. Okay. Yeah. But when you go to so IHOP, have it savory. When you go to IHOP, International House of Pancakes which exists in Canada and, so and North America. And that's it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's that international that it's in the same continent. In two countries. 
of the, of the same continent. Yeah. Of the same continent. Um, it's in Alaska. That's still it's the in, United States, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It should be Russian, really, Alaska. It's close enough, yeah. I meant to ask her last week. I'll ask her again tomorrow. <laughs> uh, baked Alaska <laughs> is uh... when you sunbathe with an Alaskan. Stop waffling. What's your point? Oh, it's just I'm proving what you do at the Waffle House. <laughs> so when they say an IHOP, they've got this kind of Belgian waffle thing. Mm-hmm. It's really not the same. Belgian waffle is really cakey, like yeah, very cakey. It's it's hard to explain it really. The worldwide change in diets and things, mm-hmm. a lot of things. It's it's kind of like this in America. What their interpretation of Europe, unless it's highfalutin and ran by a European, it's wrong. It's mm-hmm. totally wrong. Pizza is not deep pan mm-hmm. anywhere in Europe. No, yeah. it is now, but I doubt. In Italy, maybe I don't know. I mean, they've got a pizza. Mm. Can you imagine pizza in Italy must be against the law? I don't well, know. it's just like saying you know what a barbecue meal is to American. It's, yeah. it's not going to well, be the no, same. No, it's it, it's just this weird thing that we do cross cross world. This is why we can't do something like Brexit and trade deal because we're all nuts. <laughs> in America, the interpretation of a Belgian waffle is wrong. It's not right. It's not true. In IHOP. As far as I hope, like somewhere Chinese in America you'll be able to get here it. Is not Chinese food. Sure, like Chinese food in America <laughs> is completely not food. Where did those? It's glow in the dark, weird stuff. Where did those uh, paper paper boxes come from? Because that's so iconic for like Chinese takeaways. I, I, that's and like, in the in the US. Yeah, again, only we're, in the US. we've got to translate this. See, we're, this is exactly what's going on at the Brexit meeting. Yeah, what we're doing right now. They're just debating. They're saying differences. something. But they mean different yeah, things. Yeah, it's, well. it's all it's all crazy. So, if you're American right now and listening, a lot of you are. Don't know if you know it. It, t- it tells you on the label on the back of your neck. Uh, if you look now, you'll see. I'm American. It tells you. No, it says made in China. Not always. If it's a t-shirt, you gotta or... be careful with that. <laughs> I said on the back of their neck. Their neck. Not the t-shirt. What? Yeah, every American. If you're born in America, you got a label on the back no, of your you neck. Don't. Tells you. Yeah, you do. I don't. You do. You just don't know where the label is. It fell off in the wash. <laughs> uh, not to label anyone. Uh, right? Yeah. But all the <laughs> Americans listen right now. So <laughs> what we've discussed in the uh, Brexit conversation we're having right now, uh, this is how Europe talks, uh, is you don't know what a Belgian waffle is unless you're in a place with a lot of Belgian people that are making waffles. Like maybe in New York, there's a little Belgium street. Mm-hmm. Or, sure, um, yeah. A, a Brussels town. Dunno. Strange. Or Van Damme Road. If you want it. Jean-Claude Van Damme Road. Manhattan. They might do Belgian waffles. You'll, you'll get it because New York, Manhattan, as we said last time, is very London-like. So all the world meets there yeah. and does things very authentically. Yes. L.A., Less so? Depends. No, less so. Because being in California, knowing I've been in New York, I've been in California, I'm not gloating, just have. Good for you. Um, Yeah, great for me. (laughs) I can write that on my CV. I've been to both places. (laughs) California tends to be more interpreted food anyway. A lot of it is a culture of fusion. Yeah. Regardless. I agree. Um, So what is, say, pan-Asian Pacific uh, Thai food. Who knows? Yeah. What is Pan Asian Pacific? <laughs> it's probably a pan from Pacific Asia. <laughs> That's specifically. You I don't know. <laughs> no one knows, but it's something. Asian knee. Yeah. Okay. Asian knees and toes to <laughs> you. But what you got is like Japan can have like Japanese can be pseudo authentic, but then they turn sushi into this all bells and whistles. Everything's got to be in it. Roll. Yeah, well, everything's got to be in it. Like, just, oh, what haven't we got in this? Lobster, yeah. chuck that in it. Yeah. It's, it's so ma- And by the time you, you basically got this boulder of rice. Yeah. You can't fit it, like, because in, in Japan, you're supposed to be able to, like, put the whole piece in your mouth and just, you know, enjoy it. And yeah, unless America, your mouth is literally 20 times bigger <laughs> like, than I have average. You bite it, like, four times. To yeah, it, it. it's 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 cool, though. I, yeah. I, you know, just, it sounds like we're destroying it, but it's we're not. creative. The point is that culture gets lost in food quite it's a lot. Not authentic. New York, however, has truly like it has some of the best Italian restaurants mm-hmm. ever there. Chicago does too. I should nod that out. So the uh, Chicago history with especially Italian food 
is really authentic. Mm. We went to somewhere with your cousin, Dunk, a quick shout out, because my brother, we he took us out for a meal mm-hmm. in the Grove in California, in Los Angeles. And that place was a, linked to a Chicago chain. Right. Um, but that's New York Italian stroke American Italian food. That's It's still not the culturally... It's a bit glamorous for Italy. Right. Unless you're in, like, Florence. Mm-hmm. And you've got £200,000, you know. It was a bit posh. Or you are £200,000 in weight. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you will be afterwards. But what you said is really good. Like, barbecue. That's a really interesting discussion. Because barbecue in America is probably a world-class delicacy. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, Kansas. Uh, I'm just naming places to sound epic. But these are very vibrant barbecue places. It's such a culture. Mm-hmm. It's unlike anything else in the world. Fried chicken, culture of America, soul food yeah. from, from <gasps> Africa, America, soul Creole food. food. All of this is very American. Mm-hmm. You don't have jambalaya mm-hmm. anywhere but America. You know, like that's real American food. So when you have this dumb UK American diner pop up and it doesn't know anything, oh, American food's just burgers, really? Yeah. I think Germany has a problem with you saying that. It's just burgers and pizzas. And, you know, I think pizzas is going to have a problem with Italy. They kind of turn everything into this sludge neo-European delicacy. Whereas America, and this is really what I'm saying, has some of the best food ever invented there. And it is fusion or it is from neo-European. New York Italian, American Italian food is amazing. It's amazing. It's next level stuff, you know. But then you've got like where it doesn't work is PF Chang's. Oh now, <laughs> just to, to give you guys an idea in Europe, PF Chang's is um, I don't want to call it Wagamama because it isn't. No, but it's in this construct where they're trying to fuse the idea of what I could call Chinese American food with I don't know gastropub sensibility or something. It, mm-hmm. It's it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And yet represents a lot of Chinese food in the USA, which is not anywhere near normal for any of us. No. However, Wynn was pointing out that they have this design of this box. Yeah. Which I it, it is a fascinating story, that, because nowhere else in the world has American takeaway Chinese boxes. Nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. I think the first time I saw those were, it was like, I don't know, maybe on Friends or something, you, like you, on yeah. a TV show. Well, the first time I saw it was Lost Boys, yeah. which is a really cool movie. And they're like having Chinese food. I'm like, what is that? Well, it's weird because <laughs> this is why America is it, it's such a unique place. When you go to, when we went to Florida, I was like 11 and I was just starting high school at the time. I was probably more like coming up to 13 because I'm a year ahead. We went to Florida and Orlando. We we <laughs> We spent the first night thinking what do we eat and we went to this strip mall in orlando and the only thing that was open was this chinese takeaway place so we right. all get what we're familiar with even though none of us knew what we were getting mm-hmm. that's how unfamiliar we are with it i think the most familiar thing unilaterally is beef and broccoli okay. everyone knows what that is because it's self-explanatory mm-hmm. if it wasn't beef and broccoli and you ordered beef and broccoli that'd be a problem <laughs> yeah. what is this <laughs> it's fish and <laughs> ragu what yes. i didn't order that but um, it was kind of it was very typical Chinese takeaway. It wasn't Panda Express or anything like that because that didn't exist back then. This is the dark ages where everything had no light. And so we ordered it and we, we basically did a British order. A couple of things, yeah. shareness, whatever. We came out with like vats of stuff (laughs) crates and things i think i know what happened because like here you have to order things like oh if you have beef and broccoli then you have to also order say egg fried rice with it but in america things come with well there's 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 a sense of bottom we're quite specific with that Mm. but it's the portions because the cartons they have even though they look snug they seem to have so much in them (laughs) so much in them we we just had we had literally chinese food for a week off one order and then and then i think we're getting low and we're like oh this isn't going to feed us for a meal so dad ordered another thing and we then had another two days worth of food so it was like perpetual yeah chinese food um in and america it, yeah but it was such a weird experience because like when you grow up in the uk you live 
Americana. Mm -hmm. Like, um, we don't realize how much of it we actually live. It's in our TV. Most TV shows that we're talking about are from America. So the expose of culture, we're just thinking it's part of fiction. There's this kind of weird idea of, oh, that can't be real. That's got to be, you know, they, they can't go to school in buses that are yellow like that and they <laughs> look like they were made in the 50s. They can't do that. Yeah. What's going on? Because it's all very unique. And then you live there for even just a glimmer. Even if you're on holiday, if you're there for uh, more than a week or two weeks, you start observing what is actually real about it. And things like the Chinese boxes are like, you are, you think they're a movie prop, and mm -hmm. then they become real. Yeah. And it's real life, and you're yeah. almost like, this is so weird. But um, Bringing it back to Brexit. <laughs> well, no, it's all, it's all, it's all, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. So the point is, it all started off by Boris having a Belgian waffle. Yes, uh, that's where it started. Which is... <laughs> Basically, he was invited. I just want to point out, I also mentioned Waffle House. I've mentioned that a few times. Waffle House is an amazing place in certain states of America. It's not everywhere. It's definitely not in California. Yeah, It's Southern. And the Southern style of food, which I mentioned last time, it's so important to British people. I, I think if any Americans are here and they're like, uh, I've got furloughed, I've got tons of cash, uh, I'm, I'm really looking to do something changed my life after all this lockdown and craziness i might want to go to england run a restaurant run a real american restaurant here like you know full of louisiana stuff oh, like yeah. most people here don't know what a slider is really mm -hmm. uh and we all know it's an insect that gets in your pocket and it skims <laughs> off the surface of stuff and just slides right in there uh you got like was it like um sloppy joe's mm-hmm which we know is the guy that's drunk in the corner, can't stop dribbling. Uh, we've got like, you know, there's just loads of amazing foods, you know? I think the thing that people really need in England is tamales. <gasps> because, again, oh. if you're Californian, tamales just like, yeah, what's yeah. so special about tamale? Yeah. But if you're English, you don't know what it is. No. And now I've educated you. Look it up. Look it up. It's yeah. amazing. And that's kind of Baja Mexico. Yeah. Well, Tamales are very authentic Mexican. You can't thing. get good Mexican food here. Well, it's, it, it's strange. We we said sort of eclipsed. California is to what the Midlands is to Indian food. It is to Mexican food mm. because it's cross cultural. It's not. It's authentic, but not at the same time. It's been changed. It's been evolved. Burritos don't exist in Mexico. Shock. So if you're ever in Mexico City, don't ask for a burrito. They'll be like, what? They'll probably know now. We've we've traveled <laughs> we've enough. We've been American. Yeah, there's, too. <laughs> there's plenty of people have gone to and from. Yeah. Uh, less so now. There's a wall up, but hey ho. Oh. Um, yeah. But the construct of Baja Mexican food in California is such an awesome culture, and mm. it, we are so. That's the thing. I feel like America's staff with real European adventures mm. in food and thought and philosophy and what we are actually now. There seems to be this lag of knowledge because they to the average insane american that that definitely is a trump supporter uh they tend to view europe as we're all still colonial power wearing wigs playing mozart every second because we don't have any music uh there, there was this thing called the beatles i'm sure they're aware of that yeah. uh, but we're still there you know we're still living in that there, there seems to be this lag of historical knowledge mm. and i'm thinking that's to bring it all the way back after this massive digression to Brexit, there's a lag between what is reality. Mm. All I feel like the point is being lost here is that I feel the best thing for our country is we want to leave the European Union decision-making tank in Brussels. We want to leave the political power that they've got, which basically makes crazy European rules every week. Like, you can only wear red socks now. <laughs> what? Yeah, you can only wear red socks. We've discussed this at length. White socks, they get dirty. Red socks, they do get dirty, but less dirty and less fast okay. than white socks. So we're going to change the rules. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're uh, Coca-Cola advertising, that's going to be illegal because there's too many obese kids. So we're going to change it to uh, this massive skull and crossbones and a biohazard sign, which is more, which is actually what I should put on Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's more accurate. The content in this bottle will probably kill you. Uh, it's radioactive too. But shh. So what you're getting is 
we wanted the sovereign. I think most most logical people at this point, all the racism sort of diminished because a lot of the racists in the UK that wanted immigrants out, they heavily rely on immigrants. Mm -hmm. And I realized, George, you know you voted on that leave campaign. Yes. Yeah. Well, you you know that your favorite nanny's Polish. No, she's just from Newcastle. No, she's Polish. No, she's Geordie. No, she's not. Mm. I know she's got a strange accent to you, George. She's from Poland. He's going to lose his favorite nanny. Mm -hmm. You see? Yeah. I don't know why George is this benign old guy. That, that, I don't know yeah, But he is. Yeah. Can't help it. So the point is, like, that's starting to... People acknowledging that that's nuts. They're also acknowledging a rise in reliance on other nations. There's been a lot more Nigerians, for example, in mm -hmm. the UK now, yep. um, which is great. But we can't officially expect, especially over 70s who are in lockdown right now, more than everyone else, to be our workforce leading forward. So we obviously need help. Uh, this is literally... Immigration is never going to go away because people migrate, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they should. Yeah. The world is about that. And yeah. especially when there's so much effort in policies to say, well, we're going to have a point scoring system. Mm -hmm. Great. That's great. But then don't support something that's going to even freeze that out. So the idea I think that most people are leaning towards is now that we want the catalyst of European decision making gone. We want to go into single sovereignty, which is what a lot of the MPs are talking about. That's mm -hmm. the military police, if you didn't know. Or the members of <laughs> no. uh, predicament. Members or, of parliament. <clears throat> or the military penguins. Or the uh, mouse plants. Or whatever, the, whatever you can make MP stand for, the members of parliament, they are all sort of saying this thing about sovereignty. And I think what would benefit everyone is that we do not change anything about how we're trading with Europe. Free trading, everything stays exactly the same. We only want to be out of the political decision making tank in Brussels. Then it would reset to what the EU actually was. Mm. And I, I think the thing that I'm finding so hard about this whole thing is that everyone's lagging with their knowledge on each other. Mm. We've got politicians that don't really, they're not modern. Yeah. It's like you can send Boris Johnson to Japan to see a robot, but you're not sending Boris Johnson to see the robot that you should show the, you know, this is a robot that's probably developed 50 years ago and he finds it quaint. He only sees a representation yeah, of what it is. Yeah, you haven't seen the ninja robots sure. that come in and, and <laughs> yeah. steal all your furniture. They're right. We saw a lot of them in Tokyo. Mm. Yeah, they just run around in the shadows. It's amazing. Just in the shadows. Just in the shadows. They sh don't come out in the light. That's why they're ninjas. Well, it's also that's their best kept secret, is that you never see them. Mm -hmm. So we've got all of that. I think the, also the Brexit comes at a really bad time when you're considering the vaccine mm. fallout yep. and how that's going to roll out. Down yes. the hill, apparently. That's, They're saying uh, it's called a big vaccine rollout. <laughs> it's going to come down that hill. Do you, you have to catch roll? It. Do you have it's going to gonna be like Pokemon. Because there's so many gotta... There's so many vaccines right now. <laughs> Which ones you want? <laughs> Just ca gotta catch them all. Uh -huh. Yeah, one's really cold. They've got the American fridge. ones, and they're saying the Oxford one's going to roll out soon as well. Yep. yep. It's yes. terrifying when you talk about anything medical in a rollout. Yeah. Because that's what they did with tanks once. <laughs> You know, uh, and munitions, mm. munitions. You got to say that yes. like right correctly. But yeah, the uh, that was interesting mm. how that works because just to set the stage, we'll never have the first man on the moon in the UK. It's already happened. We'll definitely not have the first person in Mars because we just haven't got the space science and weight and financing that NASA's got or even SpaceX now or anything else that comes out of America or worldwide, Russia, China, they've all got more money than we have. Uh, so we don't have that kind of claim to fame. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. What we have folks listening is an old woman sat in a chair in a dark room with a spotlight on her head as Nick Hancock who's not called Nick Hancock, Matt Hancock, <laughs> stares from the wilderness, crying because he's so emotional. As a boxer, pretty sure it was uh, Chris Eubank, comes up and whacks in her face with a jab. No! Yeah, the old woman got jabbed. 
No. <laughs> She's the first person in the world to get jabbed at that age. Claim to fame. I think Mike Tyson's closing in on her age, though, because he's just been in a recent fight with that other lad. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the jab. Yes, the jab. So we don't like, they should have done some commentating, shouldn't they? Mm. One small step for a, an old lady. Uh, one giant leap for everyone to have freedom again. I don't know how you do that. What would mm. the speech be? I think it needs a bit, to, it needs to be a bit more underwhelming. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> a we. small hop for. No, it's more like <laughs> an afternoon's treat for a, a, a vulnerable lady <laughs> could branch out to the treat of for all i don't know but yeah it's a very strange thing and she's probably going to go back and there's going to be no press because yeah. she's going to have the second one i think it's the pfizer one she had yes so i do believe it's the hidden story of walking dead i'm, I'm very convinced They've never explained where it all came from. There's a lot of theories, but what, I think... the Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of old know. people got injected by this Pfizer vaccination. They came back. By the way, that's great. That extends your life exponentially. Okay. It's fine. Shakespeare got vaccinated too. Yeah, they, they had that headline where they had that There's sensationalist a... headline where Shakespeare's <laughs> now free from cor uh, coronavirus. For those who haven't heard our local news there's just a guy in warwickshire called mr shakespeare yeah william he um, wrote a lot of plays no not that one just just a just a <laughs> well, guy he's in warwickshire too this is an old man who lives in the yeah, area it's very old mm -hmm. like 800 years or who so also got the uh the, the jab yeah he got punched in the face this is very mean our government keeps saying they're gonna jab old people i have to say though that article about shakespeare getting vaccinated it was full of like shakespearean puns that it was just it was trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, but it's worth it's worth a read. I think that journalist was quite bored. Shall, worth, I, shall I link it? It's worth a read. Yeah, you could do. It's worth I'll a read it. for anyone internationally who cares. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's funny because you'd expect them to give injections to these old people, not yeah. running them smack them in the face. No. But it's very British to do that. You just go in and punch an old woman in the face. You're fine now. We gave you the jab. Off you go. Uh, so yeah. And I'll be back next week for another punch in the face. It's, it's three weeks, uh, I think. Three Two weeks. or three weeks. Yeah, it's it's all very weird. Very weird stuff. But anyway, there's a lot of anti-vaxxers out there who are like, you know, going to have this issue with it. Mm. Most of us who would be anti-vaxxing brained are young. We're young. Mm. And we're not facing our mortality. A lot Perhaps. of us would be like, you know... And the whole situation of this whole situation has been extremely odd. But I just think like the the understanding of just because you're young doesn't mean you have this is nuts because like just because you're young, we all had to have the TB jab. We all had to mm -hmm. have tuberculosis, polio. Uh, Was there other... one for measles? Yeah. 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 I actually got measles. No, I had chicken pox. Yeah, measles. Yeah. But there's I a lot of these things, and they're legitimate. They're like, you know, when you... Like, this is the stupidest thing that humans are like, right? You're anti-vax, but apparently your cat or your dog can have them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and babies should have them. Yeah. You know, oh, baby's fine if they turn into this ferocious zombie monster. you got to get a sense of logic. Because if you start saying... Like, we've been living, like, with vaccinations for, like, hundreds of years now. Mm -hmm. Like, a hundred years. <laughs> or something about around 100 years now um to have this kind of conscious that all of it's bad for you it's not it's not sensible i mean well, all of the doubt, science just, all um, of the science is yeah, transparent just try to understand the science i think that probably all of helps. the science is transparent so is the liquid <laughs> there's nothing in it hidden there's no uh, secret ninja robots <sighs> but basically what i'm saying is like that's got to change. People have got to, you know, like if your kitten's having jabs, it makes your kitten live longer. It's mm -hmm. it's natural science and medicine. This pandemic, I mean, here's, here's the way I look at it, okay? I'm just going to say this. If it's really much to do about nothing, all of this, mm -hmm. whole thing, it's a Shakespeare quote. Yes. Uh, if this all is, if this is a lot less severe than it, than it seems the media and the politicians want us to believe it is, at best, you're going to probably get immune to the flu from, mm. from the vaccination. Maybe. It might be the answer to that. That's mm. at best, right? At worst, 
everything they're saying is completely true and you're in a pandemic and you need to have this thing so that you're safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, if the people suffering from the Black Plague had a solution mm. years ago... Wouldn't they have used it? They would have totally no. used it. They wouldn't have been there going, oh my and God, it's going to have nanotechnology and it's going <laughs> to make me half badger. No. Listen, <laughs> folks. <laughs> It would be such a expensive protocol for any government around the world, medical science or anything like this, to fit us all with nanobot technology to control us and label us. You gotta most people know this. They're already doing it through social media. Yeah, but this is this is the this is the lot this is the lag that's being created. Mm. Because you hear all these conspiracies coming out of the sixties, seventies, America, you know, back in the day, JFK, all this stuff. It's all kind of been talked about in recent times, especially in this pandemic, where it's almost like the X Files, where everyone suddenly believes in an alien invasion. Yeah. We're all eating cheese that glows in the dark. We're mad. Uh the whole point is that you're having too much time to process this mm. from a science perspective. The worst that can happen is that you're immune to the cold mm -hmm. which is every year, cool. which is amazing, or you're at least more immune to it. Yeah. I just think people are nuts. So, you know, you, go on. No, I was going to say, it's a bit of a tangent because you mentioned aliens. Yeah. There's been, have you seen the news saying that there's been like some weird uh, metal poles have been appearing in america you mean like 5g towers no 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 it's like an installation of some sort nobody knows how it got there and it's now disappeared and there's a copycat guy that did it in like england somewhere on a beach right it's it's just it's just like a big metal kind of structure that's reflective and some people are like oh it's the aliens okay yeah uh I, I'm not sure what to do about that information. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've definitely that not heard of that. Yeah. Um, it's a little weird. Yeah, it is but, weird. But I think like the whole thing is what I'm trying to do is because obviously I'm a geopolitical master. I'm like uh, on the phone all the time to world leaders, um, mostly the ones that are playing risk and they need help and understanding how to play the game. Uh, or, you know, anyone playing Warhammer, for example. Okay. I've had experience. And world leaders Command and of Conquer. Warhammer. Any world leader, any leader of the world <laughs> that they're leading. De we have to define what world, though. Could be any world, really. <laughs> there's a lot of them. If there's Catan. aliens now, there's more worlds than we ever thought there was. Mm. Uh, and they won't be called what we've called them. That's the thing that's going to mess Parallel everyone's head up. Worlds. Mars is not called Mars. It's click, click, flop. Let me. To yes, a Martian. yes, your point. They're not even a Martian, though. They're a Gerald. The people that live on Mars are called Gerald. Yeah, because that's what that's what they call themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They all call themselves Gerald. Very confusing. Um, yeah, they don't believe in names mm. either. They believe in gestures. Yeah. Okay. They move their second hand. It's coming out of their hand. hand. <laughs> their third hand. <laughs> their second hand, third hand. They use that to make gestures so you know who, what they're... Yeah. Strange. Can you imagine if the world suddenly became totally Zen, where there was no ego and there was no need for that? Everyone was Buddhist. There's no no need you for mean any of it. There's peace of on Earth. There's peace of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everywhere uh, on Earth. No, I'm just saying, like world peace wouldn't look like that. Mm. It really wouldn't. World peace would be defined by cultural definition of peace. For every Western person I know, peace is being able to shop whatever you want, mm. get whatever you want, get a PlayStation 5 without a backlog, <laughs> all of this stuff, you know, world peace to a hardcore Zen Buddhist is reflection and never leaving a room and contemplating absolutely everything. Why does dust settle? Why is the you dust? You mean what we've been doing? Yeah. Do you think dust is actually an intergalactic planetary system of planets composed from microscopic there atoms? There might be a stuff world like that. on that piece of dust. Yeah, stuff that's really difficult, basically. Mm. You know, like quantum physics. Yeah, but so if you actually found an alien planet, and all the greys that we kind of unanimously say that's mm -hmm. our idea of alien, which is a bit weird. Mm. Don't go to xenomorph. You go to greys. All of them would just be zen, like total hippies. Just chilled out in boxes, not caring. And the only reason they come to us is for the same reason you see a monk at Disney World going on a roller coaster. Mm. For them, it's like, what? <laughs> what are these people doing? Because if your whole history 
had it gone slightly different, like, for example, your world wasn't as um, violent as ours. It wasn't basically a, a, an accident waiting to happen, mm -hmm. right? Your world was completely chill. Everything's chill. You've never had war. You don't know what war is. You've mm -hmm. never had a battle. You've never had a disagreement. You've never had an ego. Could you imagine? I mean, Brexit would have already happened in that world. <laughs> It wouldn't, it wouldn't have to it, happen. It wouldn't, exactly. It would mm. never have happened in the there first There would be point. no borders Everyone's or called Gerald. Or... Yeah, they're all called Gerald. That's kind of dystopian, though. But for a person like that, yeah, but it wouldn't be because they wouldn't have a concept of dystopian. Yeah. So for a planet like that, they obviously come to us for the same reason that I went to Orlando and had this crazy Chinese takeaway Yeah, just to, just to point and laugh at us and go, It's almost like they can't on? believe it. They can't <laughs> honestly believe that we exist like this. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. Because mm -hmm. everyone thinks that... Everyone's got it wrong because it's all a kind of War of the Worlds theory that if aliens came, they'd want to destroy us. Why? Why would you? Mm. We're doing a very good job of doing it ourselves. <laughs> it's all... It's all what, what have you got to benefit? It's like... If Hitler had invaded Poland mm -hmm. and found out that Poland was 20 times t more terrifying than Hitler, like he turns up there and they're literally just drilling people to the walls and throwing <laughs> molten lava at them and stuff like this, he wouldn't have invaded Poland. That's the thing. You know, if a serial killer is trying to attack a victim mm -hmm. and a victim's already drilling someone's, you know... I don't want to go into grim, violent, but more violent and more disturbing than the serial killer by a long way, then that won't happen. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I don't think we'll ever be invaded. Mm -hmm. I think we're more likely to be the invaders. Yeah. I mean, we're already Sounds talking about, right. about colonizing Mars. Exactly. Yeah. I think within our lifetime, there might be a Starbucks on Mars. Imagine. Mm. Strange. Because we'll do dumb stuff like that. If we're going to colonize <laughs> Mars, it'll be a strip mall. Yeah. Like Abu Dhabi or something. Like, let's make we're this whole like, thing you know, super mall land. People ask why, and we're like, why not? Because well, we can. This is why I always argue science. Science is great, and everyone in science is, is always based on intellectual, intelligent, awesome. But they're not always smart. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why they're not smart. Mars is situated closer to the sun. Yeah. So it's gradually going to get sucked into the sun first. Right. So logic would be to go further away from the sun and figure that out. But it's more uninhabitable is the theory. You know? It's more uninhabitable. It, yeah. If you're further from the sun. Yeah, because of the gases and the fact that there's, it's not as warm. No, and, some, some moons and things are, are you could terraform. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But the biggest thing you'd want to do is um, obviously uh, get a warp drive. <laughs> yeah and leave this solar system all all together because we're very obsessed with our little corner of space mm -hmm. that's not even a corner mm -hmm. so it's you know it's very bizarre to think about this how much of that is hypothesis mm -hmm. it's got to be mostly hypothesis because yeah. it we've been this is another thing this is the the zen but it's alien to me obviously from the planet uh Gerald. That's what you are. It's one of the things I have. I'm partially that. <laughs> um, but basically, when you think about it, it's kind of going back to the vaccine or even Chinese takeaway boxes. <laughs> you believe that is something if you believe that is something and haven't got the context fully. Yeah. That's why we call it an education, right? Yeah. So you get the full rounded, how did this box become this when everyone else on the planet doesn't do boxes like Americans do for Chinese takeaway. No yeah. one does. It's crazy. Context, it never it never took on. Cultural understanding and history. It's just weird. It's just weird. And so their context on what is normal mm. will then apply like it does for us. We we apply our rules to everywhere else in the world and stuff. But the concept here is if our idea of science is hypothetical is theory mm -hmm. how much is actually smart mm. we might be wrong about everything the sun for example might be a big soft drink <clears throat> rather nuclear does that of course we know that that's real we can measure that but i'm just saying the idea the map of space we've got is yeah, probably like, absolutely ludicrous the knowledge that we have has over the years always been overturned you know yeah. like we've always proven that, oh it's not what we thought well, well, we're doing it. We we did was. it recently with Egypt. 
Mm. You know, where it's like, no, this is definite. It's been definite for like 70 years, 170 yeah. years, maybe even longer. More like probably 2,000 years. They they were definite about it. And then recently, uh, some kind of scholar wrote a book that completely eradicated every belief that any archaeologist had about Egypt and has been proven right. In, because in they keep sense? finding stuff. Like they said that the timeline of the... Um, ancient egyptians was say 1000 blah to 5000 blah mm, yeah but he said the civilization was 20000 years longer than that right and so then and, and or something i'm basically yeah, yeah, yeah. paraphrasing and sure, not yeah. accurate at all but he basically debunked but it's the something yeah it's something considered it's, true that's right it's something in that vein where it's completely like we've been looking at this completely wrong mm -hmm. like the pyramids by the way though they're not what you think. They're not pointy. It's just that they, they were all this huge rectangle and then they eroded, <laughs> you know, but that yeah. could be true. Like the thing is we're so, and this is why I'm always saying like, I think it's important because if anything, we've got this two weeks, it's Christmas soon. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do my best to give you some cheer. We've already navigated yourself through Zen, but this aliens <laughs> called Gerald and uh european and american differences in food and culture and what the hell's up with the chinese takeaway boxes in the usa but we haven't discussed like something like you 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 know everyone's looking at the world right now and it's super negative mm -hmm. i mean we're heading towards christmas and i'll find a happy it's it's almost like bipolar television because you'll be like and this kid has raised about six million dollars by camping outside his house mm -hmm. for this whole time and he's about to get a playstation that sony have given to him because what a cool kid and he deserves it right he doesn't he's a jackass that's camped outside we call them uh, uh, uh hobos <laughs> don't give don't give the kid a playstation because he's a hobo all right it's a bad look that guy can't live in houses anymore he's developed a condition he's drinking hard liquor the guy is lost you know he was asking for change in the street man it's 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 a bad story he's only eight anyway the bipolarization is there's always something fun like a guy saves a young fox cub that remembers him and now they're friends or something like this next to the climate is completely perishing. We're all going to die. The world's flooding. Everything's doom and gloom and destruction and all this stuff. So what I'm going to say, just to understand this, I've noticed something. And this is going to, I'm going to come back because next time you hear from us, will be actually after Christmas. But I'll do a, a, a end of year review. Okay. So this is a build up to that. This is a bridge to that. And the bridge to that is this. When you're listening right now around the world, you need something more positive. So I'm going to say this. We've discussed how everyone's on this lag. Everyone's on this cultural and historical or educated lag. We're not on the same page. It's basically a form of prejudice, isn't it? We, we believe yeah, we know what's going on, but we can't be everywhere simultaneously. Everything's based on assumption and sure. your own yeah. understanding of something. And we know that everything can be manipulated. A, a, a media report can be mm -hmm. totally manipulated. Um, you don't get a sense of what you're walking into. Maybe a lot of these protests are um, actually like a, a, a fan meeting for a pop idol. They're not. <laughs> but maybe they are. <laughs> Who knows? So what I'm trying to say is we can't simultaneously understand the world around us at any given point. So there's always going to be this lag. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'm finding is like we brought up science and we brought up all of this culture science. We're talking about the importance of having vaccinations. There is no incentive I don't see or money in the world right now that could handle, you know, tagging every single person alive. But I feel like the vaccine is essential. And as I said, at best, it's going to be to take away anything that could be a common cold from mm -hmm. the human equation. A base of coronavirus. Yeah. And to think that they've done that by pushing, being pushed to the limit is quite incredible. So that's a positive. But climate change okay and coronavirus are two political geopolitical words that have been thrown around a lot and i just wanted to say this in peace because i'm going to do a year review it's going to get slightly serious folks climate change is unanimously always happening because the planet's a living organism mm -hmm. to say that climate change is like just happening is ludicrous in a geopolitical sense is that people in politics love to use climate change because they're pushing an agenda of ecological green energy yeah. they're moving us away from the toxic stuff sure which is which good. happened in coal in my lifetime by mm -hmm. the way 
coal in the UK was eradicated in my lifetime. Yeah. There was huge mining disaster in Wales in the 70s. There was huge issues. Right? It all came up in the crown, but I lived it. So I remember it. Cardiff and all the mine shutting down in, in, in um, Wolverhampton and just north in Cannock Chase. All of the mining's shut down. Mm. You know, this was in the 40s to the 70s. It was still relevant, even in the 80s. Right. In the north. Yeah. It's all shut. We went nuclear after that. There was issues with that. We're now talking about wind turbines. So if you notice a pattern, it's nothing new. Governments are always trying to make cash off some kind of ecological whatever. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens we're all unanimously geopolitically agreeing that fossil fuels are deadly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're dangerous things. Let's of course on. they are. Let's evolve. They're dangerous, <laughs> yep. you know, for many reasons. So that's just how it is. So you could say Trump's incredible pseudoscience where he thinks that oil's okay if you burn it forever and coal's fine and you can get clean coal. You can't dilute the carbon monoxide in, in what you're burning in the atmosphere. And that's deadly. If I suggest to Donald Trump, if he thinks his theory is strong, sit in a garage, lock all of the uh, windows and the doors and everything else, seal yourself in and put your coal in through a furnace and see how clean it is. Or pump yourself full of your, your car emissions and see how clean that is. The whole point is we're trying to end that. Mm -hmm. And there's a big monopoly on who's going to be the next power. They need something all governments around the world need something to fiscally be economically as relevant as oil, as crude oil. Yeah. So that's in for lithium, blatantly, because yeah. it's a material. You know, if you start mining a material, it's the next coal, it's the next gas, it's the next nuclear energy, it's yeah. the next, it's the next. And we're still stuck in this idiocy. Mm. Meanwhile, by the way, folks, despite all of what I just said, the climate's changing. If the sun flicks itself one day and has a solar flare... <laughs> Yeah, if a meteorite hits the sun and it has a solar flare, yeah. if, if something happens in our space around us, yeah, the climate's going to change mm -hmm. 100%. If there's a magnetic shift, which we all know is happening. It's the poles. Yeah, mm -hmm. if that's going to change slowly, that's going to change the climate. So there is no debate. And if anyone does debate it, and if you listen right now and you would debate it, there is no debate. Climate change. This climate on our planet changes. Yep. All planets change. Mm-hmm. Because it's a living organism. That's why our maps are changing too. Correct. Over, over the right. years. And that's what they did. That's mm. why we had a super continent all flooded and stuff like this. I can guarantee you one thing. New islands pop up. I can guarantee you one thing. In the Stone Age and the Iron Age and all of the ages, you know, because we're mm. in the Trump Age right now. <laughs> the Trump uh, Age. You might call it the Orange Age. <laughs> okay. But basically what, what you, what you got to deal with in all these ages mm. is that we're at that point now where we think we're the smartest we've ever been. We're not. We always think we're the yeah, smartest. Yeah, but the Mayans predicted changes in the world climate. The, mm -hmm. the Egyptians did. The Chinese did. The ancient Greeks did. The Romans even did. So we're not as smart as we think we are, essentially, no. in that regards. But we didn't go back in time to find a Honda Civic buried under a pyramid. <laughs> so we're a more advanced than horse-drawn carriage, that's sure, for sure. sure. Maybe not the royal family, but most of us are we're evolved from horse-drawn carriages. Mm. Like, you know, Pope's got a mobile, for example. The Pope mobile. Yeah, and he comes out of the Pope cave. It's quite cool. <laughs> yeah. And it goes... Yeah, it's a Pope, Pope mobile. Yeah, it's, he's got the Pope wing. He is the Pope man. Yeah, he's the Pope man. <laughs> so what you got is that. I just want to rectify that because everyone's getting lost in geopolitics. Mm. That's the thing. And coronavirus is the thing. Coronavirus, as I said many moons ago, just a base strain. They said it's like um, a mutated form of base strain that's turned into COVID-19. COVID-19 separate. Separate the two things. So if a politician keeps dropping coronavirus as a deadly disease, he's talking nonsense. Mm -hmm. And if a politician keeps saying climate change, it's a, well, duh, yeah. moment. But the truth, and just so you're all translated worldwide listening to this, the truth of the matter is they use it as an advantage. COVID-19 is something separate and it's dangerous, but it's very slight, right? Climate change happening. And we're worried that it's happening radically fast than it could dispel or extinct us or life on Earth mm -hmm. if we don't do something about it to help out the planet. Yeah. So one thing I will say, 
if the politicians around the world are serious about being our mates and serving our people, mm -hmm. they should be a national law universally covering the planet international law. international law that says if you ever touch a rainforest we're allowed to use any military power we can to to put you out and execute you publicly because the logic of saying that every citizen in the world is to fault for climate change but they're not tackling the deforestation yeah in indonesia and in brazil is nuts and mm -hmm. if a politician wants to do the right thing and i'm saying this to everyone right now christmas because i want you to go into christmas with cheer in the three bubbles you're allowed and the pizza you can share from a distance using long stretchy arms <laughs> i don't know how it's going to work we all have to meet in bubbles for a start so when you're at the aquarium having christmas i want you to know you need to go in with fire because I am so tired of how this is manipulating everyone in the world whilst we sit down and witness it. You got to challenge what you're listening to because it's simply just mental. It's like, you know, Trump has catchphrase three things, fake news, voter fraud, and my hair is real. And none of that's true. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Vote, okay. Voter fraud always happens. It's, but, you know, if you got... There's going to be a small yeah, there's margin be, of error. Well, there's going to be someone screwing up ballots and yeah. there's going to be someone who's dead that they yeah. for somehow in the afterlife voted. I don't know <laughs> how that works. I mean, that just proves ghosts exist. I don't know. Mm. But what I'm saying is, like, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something that makes it less honest. Mm. But to call it outright fraud, even now, four months in, or whatever, it's been stupid... Yeah, Old. everyone's got to stop listening to politicians as like this kind of teacher in your school they're not they're public servants mm. you know and we all give them so much more power than they deserve to have uh, only because you know it costs a lot to charge the white house up charge? you should i think the world should see if the white house is driven by oil or coal <laughs> what power supply it uses electric well, of course, but I mean, what fuels the electric on a grid in Washington, D.C.? That'd be a fascinating thing. But I just think like we got to catch the, you know, like if the world was suffering that much, why is everyone saying we'll be without fossil fuel by 2060 or something stupid? It's like we were told as kids in my generation in the 80s were told that we'd run out of fossil fuel by the 90s. Oh, yeah. 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 The CFCs were creating the ozone effect. Yeah. It's always something. And it's always something that they can then introduce new technologies on the back end of. I'm not saying they're wrong. Yeah. I'm saying listen to scientists who aren't hypothetical scientists or theoretical scientists. Mm. The ones doing this. Yeah. And also acknowledge that, you know, what we know today may be overturned tomorrow yeah. as well. And everything I just said to you might as well be cheese on a, on a Chinese meal from America. But what I'm saying is like food for thought is this in closing, because this is a wrap up bit in some kind of metal. <laughs> um what i'll point out at the end of all of this is we do not know the severity of any of this we don't know if there's an underlining bigger problem we don't know any of it so i can only say believe what you see and what you feel is real don't believe geopolitical jargon and malarkey but obey the law because it's everyone else that's suffering with you we're, we're no different that's one thing that's amazing about this unilaterally if you say world peace to humanity it's all of us on lockdown avoiding a very bizarre pandemic there is world peace but not really peaceful within ourselves <laughs> i just think i just think the conversation is everything's dystopian or walking towards that it's naive in my opinion i think there's several things happening that require us to be in a situation of prepared for events i think this we're, we're all facing a very different world soon i think 5g is going to do it as soon as they click 5g on we're all going to be like communicating telepathically and stuff it's going to be amazing who knows man we'll have hover cars. yeah it could be <laughs> five gerald's made it mm -hmm. and that we all know planet gerald that we five formerly Gerald's. known as mars <laughs> five five gerald's made the 5g tower <laughs> 
who knows so anyway folks uh we'll be back in two weeks you will therefore have a amazing christmas boxing day where you go out and punch all your relatives no Good day. or you can get a jab yeah you well you will get a jab <laughs> if you're vulnerable they'll smack in the face first yeah don't be scared of it just take it like mm -hmm. a champ mm -hmm. you know um yeah good stuff so yeah we'll be back just before new year it's got to be a better year than this one let's all be let's, let's all be positive you don't yes. know you don't know not everything's next year better will be better tomorrow could be uh well next year could be we only have to wear orange socks who knows It'll be crazy. But yeah, we'll be back two weeks' time. Have a good Christmas, therefore. Look after each other. Look after your families. Remain safe. And, you know, sneak in a game Monopoly. But if you're worried about closeness in proximity, just use those massive tongs or meter sticks or something. Chopsticks. Or, obviously, just give everyone a, a control pad and hook it up to the PlayStation because you can play Monopoly on that. That's socially distancing. You'll be standing. It'll look weird, but hey-ho strange times we'll see you soon that's bye for me take care everyone